The best in Internet talk radio. A mind-bendingly ingenious plan to control the universe. We're building the best Internet talk radio on the planet. TalkZone.com It's time for Healthy Talk Radio. By the powers vested in me, by the Federal Communications Commission. Coming to you live from the headquarters of the Global Health Network and across the world wide web. (gasps) Computers can do that? It's America's longest running radio program dedicated to your health and wellness. What's taking place here is an alternative approach. Now, the woman who's changing the face of health care each and every day. That's the fact. Here's Deborah Ray. Good day. Welcome to Healthy Talk Radio. I'm Deborah Ray. Well, fish oil for our brains now, thanks to Maine Natural Health Products, fish oil products for our pets as well. Of course, uh, it helps keep their uh, brains healthy and uh, their coats uh, in optimal condition. Healthy fats for all of us. We have open phone lines as we do each and every week during this time. Any of your health care questions uh, with Dr. Mitchell Ginn setting in for America's Wellness Doctor who is uh, away just for the day. Uh, Dr. Ginn, uh, integrative medical doctor, the medical director of Eden Laboratories, will open up the phone lines. Any of your health care questions at 1-800-307-3002 right here on Healthy Talk Radio. Now, the news and views about the news you won't hear anywhere else. The Healthy Talk Radio News Digest. Interesting study coming out of the University of Sydney focusing on people who had back pain. What did they find in this published study in the British medical journal Lancet that comparing uh, those who uh, used anti-inflammatory drugs to those who used manipulative therapies to those who did nothing uh, but just avoiding uh, bed rest and taking a simple over-the-counter pain reliever, that at the end of 12 weeks, no matter what the patient did for their back pain, their back pain was gone in 12 weeks, whether or not they resorted to spinal manipulation, whether or not they resorted to anti-inflammatory medications, or whether they simply avoided bed rest and just took a, a common over-the-counter non-steroidal anti-inflammatory pain reliever. So it speaks to the fact that um, uh, in many cases you just kind of get out of the way and the body does heal itself given the tincture of time. And in fact, there has been many historical figures in medicine who have talked about amusing the patient, why nature uh, does its thing, simple therapy, best for backs. And of course, simple therapy does not include bed rest. That we know was uh, not a good approach when it came to the health of our backs. Well, there are two of simple, uh, life's simple pleasures that have now been put to the test. The information published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. If you're a woman and want to enjoy a long and healthy life, little time in the sun, a glass of wine a day. Now have science to back them up. Spanish research, University of Barcelona, evaluated the effects uh, of moderate consumption of red and white wine 
two glasses a day. This is not if a little is good, a lot is better, and a whole lot is best of all. No more than two glasses a day. That each woman who drank the recommended dose of red wine for four weeks had uh, lower levels of interleukin-6 and highly sensitive C-reactive protein. These are the blood markers of chronic inflammation. And higher HDL that um, a good form of cholesterol. The other study in the same uh, American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, a British-American uh, team reporting that levels of inflammation, if correlated with vitamin D levels, oh yes, oh yes, the more vitamin D a woman had circulating in her system, the lower the blood markers of inflammation. How do you tell this? It's a simple blood test called 25-hydroxy vitamin D blood test. You can also get the same blood test for inflammation markers, inflammatory markers like C-reactive protein and interleukin-6. They have definitely found that highest levels of vitamin D and no more than two glasses of wine a day may help boost a woman's health. Yeah, yeah, you don't need a prescription for that. Well, it's a common MRI, contrast dye, poisoning kidney patients that is making the news. Recently we saw those contrast dyes that are often used in medical imaging scans, uh, now with new black box warning. And with the revelation that 13% of the entire U.S. population has kidney disease, Food and Drug Administration uh, uh, asking manufacturers of these contrast dyes to put some black box warnings because we are now seeing um, very debilitating, incurable, and sometimes fail, uh, fatal uh, nephrogenic systemic fibrosis from the dye that is used in literally millions of MRI imaging scans each and every year. For most people, these dyes that are based on uh, gadolinium, a magnetic ion, are safe. But for people with kidney problems, this ion, gadolinium, G-A-D-O-L-I-N-I-U-M, gadolinium, can poison the patient because it literally can cause collagen to build up in the tissues, which can be very detrimental for kidney patients. And they often find this bizarre hardening of the skin after this untoward reaction to the contrast dye that is used in these imaging scans. And, of course, it speaks to the fact that in Pittsburgh, there are more CT scanners than in all of Canada. Are we healthier? Uh, Do we live longer for all of these scans in this country and knowing that many of these scans now include the use of contrast dyes, do we have long-term studies on what it means to our livers or our kidneys with the use of these contrast media being used in medical imaging? You know, we now do 1.3 million cardiac catheterizations each year in this country. All of those involve the use of uh, imaging dyes for people who have uh, impaired kidney function, they can be quite detrimental. 
you know, you wonder, you know, what it says about us as a, as a community, as a society, with 1.3 million cataract catheterization, 2 million stents, uh, 40 million root canals each and every year in this country. Somehow it just, it doesn't speak well to that Yankee ingenuity, um, in terms of, uh, staying well and using that ingenuity. Um, to live long and live well, which speaks to uh, a Brave Well collaborative. Um, this is a very unique. In fact, if you go to uh, naturalhealthline.com, you can read more about the Brave Well collaborative. Uh, these are philanthropic uh, individuals who want to foster research and education uh, in complementary and alternative medicine. Uh, they recently had a panel to uh, honor um, an individual uh, in terms of promoting complementary and alternative medicine. Turned to uh, Dr. Mamet Oz, who said um, that, that all of his prescriptions for better health, all of them include breaking a sweat for 60 minutes a week. You can break that up into three sessions. Lift weights for at least a half an hour a week. Walk for at least a half an hour a day. Do whatever works for you in terms of stress reduction. Andrew Weil says add some good nutrition. Uh, Dr. Dean Ornish says that it's all about emotional health, that love and intimacy impact our health and quality of life more than any other factor. And then there's Dr. Rachel Remen, who is medical director of the Commonweal Cancer Help Program. She wrote a great book about uh, kitchen uh, table stories of healing, uh, a Crohn's disease sufferer for 50 years, who says doctors need to treat the whole patient, not just the disease. It's all about pioneering doctors on how to get healthy thanks to the Bravewell Collaborative. Well, they are compounds in ripe fruit, according to Austrian research, claiming the first to identify that uh, when fruits are ripe, that's when their antioxidant levels are at their maximum. So you take an unripe fruit, you package it and ship it across the country. You have basically affected its antioxidant content. And with a recent Newcastle University study out of Great Britain funded by the European Union, that organic fruits and vegetables, 40% more nutrients, need to also taking a look at eating local because ripeness makes a difference. Fruit antioxidants develop with ripeness of that fruit. We're going to return. Our line's open. We invite you to go to the phone now. 800-307-3002. Dr. Mitchell Ginn joining us today. Any of your health care questions, he's sitting in for America's Wellness Doctor. We invite you to join us at 1-800-307-3002 right here on Healthy Talk Radio. Now, more of Healthy Talk Radio 
Get in on the phones now at 1-800-307-3002. Joining us today, sitting in for open phone lines with America's wellness doctor away just for the day, is a leading practitioner of integrative medicine. He's written textbooks in anti-aging and compounding pharmacy, the medical director of Eden Laboratories, EdenLaboratories.net. He's Dr. Mitchell Ginn, who joins us today. Dr. Ginn, hello and welcome. Well, hi, Deb, in this wonderful, beautiful Florida morning. How are you? Oh, could not enjoy the weather e- <laughs> anymore. <laughs> are we going to make everyone crazy that's not in California or in Florida by telling them how beautiful it is today? Oh, I was talking to upper New York State relatives where it is 21 degrees <laughs> as we speak. Well, 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 we should tell them we're actually doing this show outside in our bathing suits by the pool. Uh, wait, excuse me, sir, can I have another uh, mint julep, please? <laughs> 72 degrees and sunny is not bad. (laughs) Nah, it's good. It's good. It's all good. Well, we do have open phone lines inviting you to join us with Dr. Mitchell Ginn joining us today. It's 1-800-307-3002, and that would beg your input this week because a couple of interesting uh, research articles coming out about stem cells, uh, including uh, additional research this week out of Northwestern University uh, helping hearts uh, that have uh, suffered a heart attack and other ad- uh, additional research that stem cells can help to restore failing memory. Your insight here, Dr. Ginn. Oh, yeah. I think what you're seeing, and this is, is the beginning of the new paradigm, is what we're looking at as well, and that is the really the words tissue repair. How are we going to repair tissue that's been damaged, whether it's a memory issue because of ongoing inflammation or it's a heart because of inflammation itself or actual heart attack when there's been a disruption of the blood supply and therefore oxygen. Uh, the key, and, and this is where the articles are going to be going now, is into what we call regenerative reparative medicine. Um, and prior to the stem cell, I mean, we could use nutrition and things that are very important, but they couldn't repair the damage. Now we re- recognize, as any repair job that we have in our body, or looking at the lower forms like the rabbit, the salamander, or even, for example, the human fetus has reparative, regenerative capabilities um, as a human fetus for any organ damage that it has. Again, how is that? Because it's related to the stem cells, which can go and repair an area of the brain or, or the heart. But um, let me just add to that and a very important point. Regardless of whether the stem cells are placed into the body allogeneically by perhaps getting them from another source and putting them in for repair of the brain and of the heart, there's two issues. One, whatever the underlying etiology, if it wasn't addressed aggressively after that or before that, there's going to be a failure again. And secondly, on tissue repair, if you don't supply the body those things it needs to repair, how's it going to? i give you a good example because I just did a review, Deb, for an article going into a Cambridge News uh, uh, letter, and it was basically I was saying, yes, stem cells will repair the tissue, but the key is, do you have the other things that are needed simultaneous? Example, D-ribose. Do you have D-ribose available? Because after an infarct, it's severely low, and the body and the new cells are going to need elevation of that energy thing called ATP, adenosine triphosphate. So it's more to it than just a stem cell transplant. It's everything working synergistically, all the things you talk about, plus the stem cell. Wow, what a great combination it's going to be. Definitely the future of tissue repair. And with the very interesting op-ed piece in yesterday's uh, New York Times, uh, apparently there's two neuroscientists uh, coming out with a, uh, a new book about the brain, and, and Americans are now spending $80 million a year <laughs> on tools to, to train that aging brain. They were talking about exercise, 
promoting these growth factors uh, like stem cells. Um, well, yeah, I mean, that, that makes sense. Uh, there's no question. I mean, you need a certain amount of oxygenation. The brain requires a significant amount of oxygen, you know, by sitting and thinking. Um, I think we've seen a study once that says that you use more oxygen if you're doing a very heavy mental exercise comparison to, uh, let's say, digging a ditch, believe it or not. Um, and, yes, you do need exercise. You need, do need good blood flow. You do need to reduce inflammation. You do need to stimulate uh, new, new nerve growth. But, you know, you have all these other things like, you know, the hippocampus, which is memory. Um, it, it does produce new cells. We didn't believe that before. But there is what we call neurogenesis. There is new cells being made. And the key, but the key is, is um, when you do make them, uh, if you're upset, if you're if you're downright de- uh, depressed, or you've had a bad argument, those cells are basically destroyed immediately. So it's, again, it's that holistic approach that's going to make the difference. It's not just one thing. Yeah, you need to do all the things we just said, and uh, stem cells do work. I mean, we've done a case of a memory impaired uh, gentleman. Uh, he wasn't bad stages. He was in a uh, early to mid stage and. There's no evidence of Alzheimer's at all right now. It's only one. It's anecdotal, but certainly worthy of looking into in the future, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we have an open phone line to invite you to join us toll-free, no matter where you're listening to us, 1-800-307-3002. That's 1-800-307-3002. A couple of very interesting studies out this week about vitamin D. Mm. Uh, Dr. Gann, uh, one um, um, linking telomere length, which we know uh, has a longevity factor with vitamin D levels, and also uh, some of those blood markers of inflammation. Uh, oh, again, yeah. more vitamin D. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, you know, it's, it's amazing. I, I, it makes me laugh, and I know we, you and I have discussed it before on the air, and, and, and it, it's the same thing. You think about this, you know, 40 years ago, vitamin D, okay, it was put in milk, so we didn't have any rickets or 50 years ago, and sort of left by the wayside. Then suddenly, when I became a physician, what, 27 years ago, um, vitamin D trained as uh, we could use a larger dose, and nothing like we're talking about today, for helping people with calcium absorption. And then, of course, today we've got to the point where it's not just a vitamin, but it's a hormone as well. And I always keep going back to one thing, and I, I always like to think that in, that we're spiritual beings. And I mean, regardless of what religion or what you follow, you have to think that there's something greater than us, or at least that we're amazingly complex, and, and we should look at that which occurs naturally. And I go back always to the fact, if you sit out in the sun, for a, a period of time with fair amount of your body exposed, you're talking between an absorption of 10 to 20,000 units of vitamin D on a good day. And I just, it's funny, I just had this conversation with my wife Nancy yesterday. I said to her, you know, how many days a year on an average would you think that people would be outside given that there's some dark days in different parts of the earth? Basically, what did this force expect most of the levels? And we worked it out to somewhere around 150 days and then if you multiply that times 10,000 to 20,000, you can realize how far under we really are of the amount that we need. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Let's go to the phones. Let's say hello to Brenda. You're on the air with Dr. Gen. Brenda, hello. Hi. Um, I had a question for you guys. Um, I am, was diagnosed with heavy metal toxicity, uh, specifically lead, um, and some mercury, and I've been doing the EDTA IV infusions. Okay. And, um, you know, it's... It's a challenge doing those things because sometimes it hurts and, you know, sometimes it doesn't always go well. I'm also doing some, um, um, a, a supplement that has some EDTA in it, in it as well. How long do you think you need to do those infusions and are there other ways to do that? 
um, besides sitting there and getting you know a needle stuck in your arm every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like the way you put that. I know you know the second inversion uh, in the whole world. I think outside of anything is getting stuck by a needle. Everyone hates it. <laughs> Especially um, if you don't like them. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Brenda, I don't blame you. I don't particularly like it either. I have to give myself EDTA every week as well um, because I truly, you know, uh, having that certification uh, in heavy metal uh, toxicology and really have done in my career thousands of these treatments that are so safe, uh, other than the fact that a little bit of nuisance that we sometimes get by putting the needle in, I can understand. Um, but it does work. And how many treatments really depends on you as an individual? You can only go so fast and pull so okay. much. Okay. Typically, I mean, just typically, Brenda, you're looking at about, ooh, I would say 30 uh, treatments is typical. And then you should recheck whatever source they use to find out that you had the heavy metal intoxication to begin with. You should recheck at 30, in other words, 30 weeks worth, and then check. But I have to tell you something. You're talking about pain of the needle. There are things that the IV therapist can do to reduce it. And I want to talk about other ways. Now, we're going to go to a break. If you don't mind holding on, Brenda, I don't mind okay. talking about it when we come back. Is that all right? Thank you. Stay put right there, Brenda. We're going to be back to you and back to others. Dr. Mitchell Ginn joining us today. You are just a phone call away. 800-307-3002. Your health care questions. Dr. Mitchell Ginn joining us today right here for Healthy Talk Radio. I'm Deborah Ray. Warning, Healthy Talk Radio presents revolutionary information that could cause facial tics and foaming at the mouth, but it's backed up by documented research and presented by credentialed guests. It may not represent the views of this network, this radio station, or its sponsors. But hey, it's not like they went to medical school. Lines all lit. We will get to each and every one of you. And our lines are open for your health care questions. Uh, joining us at 1-800-307-3002. Dr. Mitchell Gannon, leading integrative medical uh, doctor, joining us today as our guide to open phone lines, 800-307-3002. We were talking out with Brenda, um, what, dealing with the lead, mercury, heavy metal toxicity. Brenda, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, Brenda, okay, let's go back to what we were saying right before the break in case uh, anyone missed it or just joined us just now. We're talking about EDTA and your concern with uh, a little bit of a needle stick and a little bit of pain. Let me tell you that, first of all, you can recommend to your uh, therapist who's giving you this that they can uh, add, actually, procaine, uh, which is the old numbing solution, which we called Novocaine years ago, works very well, and or, and I said and or, or both, and bicarbonate, bicarb also takes the sting out. And, of course, the positioning, if they put it in the right area. If you drink a lot of water and uh, consider taking the bioflavonoids, which is the white portion of oranges and lemons, and eating them on a regular basis or getting a, a tablet, if your healthcare practitioner says it's okay, you'll find that that uh, irritation is not as bad and it, it kind of disappears. Now, you asked of other ways if there's anything else, and I said, well, look, Yes, I mean, you could do some uh, rectal EDTA, oral EDTA. I'm not a big proponent of it because I don't think it works very well. I think it's much longer-winded. I think there's some complications associated with it, like binding some of the uh, other things that are important, you know, other minerals. Um, but, of course, you can spruce up on vitamin C and alpha-lipoic acid. You know, they are both been shown to nicely uh, reduce the, the quantity. But, again, um, I'm going to back to, it, you know, if you ask me the question, what would you do for yourself? And I And that's the... Best way, or what would you do for your mother, assuming you love your mother? So I do, so I tell you, I tell people <laughs> what, I, what I would do for my mother, and, and I have, and that is have 
Intravenous chelation, 30 weeks worth of it typically. Recheck whatever source they use, hopefully a good source, for this heavy metal that you have. And if it's going down significantly or it's gone, and then, of course, you could change to something maybe orally. If it's still up there but coming down, then you have to be reevaluated. At that point, I would even call back to the show, and I hope I'm on, and I'd be glad to tell you what more to do. But stick with it. It's not so terrible. Put some hot compresses on, and it's, it's only like an hour and a half, two-hour procedure. Right. The other uh, question about that is I started having an allergic reaction, like a lot of itching all of a sudden, like uh, skin itching and actually just um, exterior um, vaginal itching and itching in my ears and my nose. And during so I started, during uh, the time you get the EDTA? Pardon me? During the time that you get the, the injection or afterwards? Afterwards. Uh, how much afterwards? Um, that night. Yeah, probably not related to that bag of EDTA. You want to know why? Because why? EDTA's half-life intravenously is one hour. So if you figure it's that night and you're eight hours left, figure in one hour you only have 50%, in two hours you have 25%, in three hours. So by eight hours later, you don't have any EDTA even left in the system. So that itching may be coming from uh, the, the metals being released, eh, doubtful, or something else that you're taking, which may be some other vitamin, mineral, nutrient, or something that it's packaged in. Take a look at that carefully before you blame okay. the EDTA, okay? Great. Thank Thanks, you. Brenda. Thank you, Brenda, for uh, to join us. Open phone lines. Any of your health care questions, 1-800-307-3002. And just a note, uh, just this week, uh, Dr. Gann, uh, uh, you know, the revelation that they're now saying there is no acceptable limit of lead, particularly for our children. Uh, used to be the, you know, the 10 micrograms per deciliter of blood. Now it's down to zero. Well, I don't, I don't blame them. If you could show me any study that shows that mercury or, or lead have any good component in human nutrition, okay, I'll buy it. But guess what? There isn't any. All right, let's go. Right, we'll talk to the next call. Brenda, was a good call, Deb, because that's a very important thing. A lot of people are looking at that, and they Absolutely. need to. Absolutely. Let's say hello and welcome to George. You're on the air with Dr. Gann. George? Uh, yes, I'd like to know about uh, if uh, stem cells could be used to, for arthritic needs. Uh, the answer to it is yes and yes. Uh, no, here's the answer. You know, arthritic knees, you know, for it to be rebuilt, it's a remodeling process, whether it's osteoarthritis, which is uh, typically non-inflammatory, or it's the fl- inflammatory, one of the inflammatory ones like lupus or rheumatoid. Um, for sure, the stem cell is going to be called into action and can rebuild. Sooner or later, George, one of the things that will happen is that embryonic stem cells, the one that, you know, people have some moral ethical uh, difficulty with it. I'm not saying you shouldn't or should. That's not the point of the conversation. But eventually, um, you'll be able to get an injection directly into the knee of one of these early precursors, and the knee will, re- will basically should regenerate and rebuild. You'll get tissue regrowth in that knee, and arthritis will be gone. Now, you could say, well, well, Doc, how do you know that? Is it because you wrote an article on it? Well, I write several articles on stem cells. Have you done this? No. But I have done and have talked to the people who have done it in horses already, and it's been pretty successful. So uh, not that we're a horse, but, George, I think it's coming. And a generalized even stem cell transplant does, and we have seen in patients, uh, they do find a remarkable improvement in their arthritis, George. I hope that helps. Uh, I wonder, uh, when would this be available? Well, uh, you mean in into, years, in years, what would you guess? Uh, into the joint directly or, or peripherally into well, the vein? Any, 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 anyway, anyway. Well, peripherally into the vein is, is available now outside the country for sure. Uh, in the country, in the, in, as far as embryonic uh, or, or peripherally for arthritis, uh, I'm going to guess, so it's only in my opinion, I would say somewhere between 15 to 26, 27 years away. Oh, oh I see. Sure. What about, um, what about that? They, 
Prolo, what about them? Prolotherapy? Uh, Prolotherapy? Uh-huh. HGH to, to inject it in the, in the knee. What would, what would that? Well, you're, you're, you're asking actually about two things simultaneously. HGH is human growth hormone. And prolotherapy, although is, uses HGH to some degree, it uses what's called a sclerosing agent. Uh, it's an agent that actually causes a little bit of scarring to stabilize the joint. And do I think it's effective? Yes, I do. I think it works in lots of cases, especially where people are sick and tired of taking the non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. You know, George, you sound like a guy who has not yet picked up the phone and found a really good healthcare practitioner that knows Prolo, that knows how to break the, the inflammatory cycle, that knows how to do some of the things orally that's even present today to rebuild that knee. And guess what? There's lots out there. Where do you live? In Clearwater. Hey, hang in there. Good things may be coming. Take they a look. I got the name of, of some doctor out, out of the uh, internet up, up in Palm Harbor. I forget his name, but that was about a week ago. I haven't called him or anything yet. Hey, think about it. Take a look at it. You may, if, if it's a good practitioner, you can always send an email down to uh, healthytalkradio.com, and, and you may get a good answer on, on on who to go to see and so forth. Okay, thank you very much. Sir. Well, George, you're, thank you for being a, a loyal listener and, and and being here today with us. Thank you. Bye. An open phone line. Any of your health care challenges, Dr. Mitchell Ginn joining us today. It's 1-800-307-3002. That's 1-800-307-3002. Let's say hello and welcome to SIG. You're on the air with Dr. Ginn. SIG? Dr. Ginn, my neighbor in her 30s has been told the reason that her guts are sagging is that the collagen-producing cells in that area are now expressing a defect. Uh, and... Uh, taking stem cells from anywhere else in her anatomy, uh, those cells will also express that same defect. This is what she's been told by people of questionable, I mean, of course, unknown expertise. Mm-hmm. Can you uh, throw any light on that situation? Sure, um, I, I, I sure can. Um, you know, in, in one respect, they actually happen to be pretty correct in that, you know, if you take adult stem cells that are from your own body and your, let's say your neighbor is 65 years old, will just make up a number, really doesn't matter, uh, those cells do have the uh, degenerative changes that have been exposed to lots of environmental toxicants and things like that, and they're not going to be as effective as certainly as, you know, newer stem cells or, or, or something that comes from an infant or, you know, not, uh, from an earlier, an earlier source. So to that respect, they're probably they're probably correct, and they're probably correct that yes, collagen does break down. It's one of the slowest uh, breaking down proteins that there is in the body. It takes about thirty years. It does start to degenerate and tends. You start to see some of the sagging guts, and and also you see that you know you pull up the skin on the back of your hand. It stays up for about six months before it goes down. But um, the other thing is that you have to be aware of that a lot of the things, and even your face, where you start to lose the collagen, and before you go get collagen injections, uh, there are small uh, facial muscles, and if you train them and make them strong, you retain the tone. And same thing with the abdomen. I mean, these people don't do exercise. They don't do external oblique exercises. They're like sit-ups off to the right, to the left, to strengthen them, which makes a difference. And they're the uh, muscles that put your hands in your pocket muscles, we call them, because that's the direction they go. And they tighten down these things. And, and then there's something comes to mind. I mean, just you're talking, and that is... Collagen is a supportive tissue that uh, basically can also be supported by not only doing the exercise, but couple that with vitamin C, L-lysine, amino acid, and L-proline. Uh, the combination of those three things, vitamin C, L-lysine, L-proline, are some of the precursors to collagen and the exercise. 
And maybe, uh, you know, maybe she'll be able to get back in her bikini. You know, that's worth a try. If she would only listen to something simple like that, but... Uh, yeah, but oh, no one okay. listens. The only person I know that listens to the radio on a regular basis and has been listening to Deborah for years and years, other than myself, of course, is you. You're right. one of the most loyal listeners I've ever seen in my life. So we really, really appreciate you always calling. And you know what? You always call in with intelligent, great questions. So keep it up. But, hey, just remember, you can't change the whole world. You know, the Talmud says, you know, save one person, you save the whole world. So, hey, keep going, Sig. You're a great guy. Okay, thanks. Uh, Thank you, Sig, for joining us today. An open phone line, any of your health care challenges. Dr. Mitchell Ginn joining us today, 1-800-307-3002. That's 1-800-307-3002. I was fascinated. Uh, this week, um, the American Association for Cancer Research is uh, having its annual conference. Very interesting. University of Maryland Research, uh, uh, Dr. Ginn, indicating that... Um, uh, very common molecules from rice bran, from legumes, uh, the IP6, uh, as well as inositol, uh, helping to protect cells from radiation damage. In fact, if we took a look at the uh, the ability, I mean, they gave laboratory animals uh, water in which they had only 2% IP6, and it was um, uh, less than half, uh, for example, f- 51% of these mice who had been bred to uh, to develop skin cancer, uh, developed skin cancer when exposed to ultraviolet blood irradiation. When they fed the, uh, the laboratory animals uh, water with 2% IP6, they cut that rate of skin cancer down to 23%. They also tried it topically with amazing benefits. Um, uh, you know, IP6 is a very interesting molecule that's garnering just a lot of ongoing uh, research interest, Dr. Ginn. Yeah, so it is. And, I, you know, as you know, I've used IP6 I probably know. for the last 20 years. Yeah, you did it before anybody found it popular <laughs> at all. And I know, and, and I love IP6. But, of course, you know, and I saw that article that you're talking about with the UVB radiation, yeah, actually. Yeah. I, I read that article this week in full, and I said, I smiled, of course. The smile comes across my face and said, yeah, hello, everyone, catch up. Um but IP6, uh, by the way, very, very innocuous substance. I've used it for years. It's a wonderful glyco, uh, a, a, um, glycoprotein that actually stimulates the immune system. I used it many, many times for people that have cold immune deficiencies. I've given them IP6 just to sort of, you know, boost that immune response a little bit. And, and very successfully, when I saw it in, in the, in, you know, the use of inositol, by the way, inositol and choline are used in both the peripheral for those listening, and the central nervous system as part of helping uh, neurotransmission. Uh, it's such a simple thing. So for those people that are having any difficulties with, you know, development of skin cancers because of this, what a simple thing. Wake up in the morning, you take this, and, uh, you know, and, 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 you're, and you're helping your skin not be damaged instead of smearing your body. You know, you ever see, I see some people one day, I, I was at someone's house, they're, they're, and they came out, they look like they were greased from head to toe. I said, what, are you, what, 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 what the heck are you doing? And they had like this white, the white, the zinc oxide. I, I said, you look like you're from another planet. Well, my doctor said, I That's have right. to cover it. Cover up. Cover-ups. Cover and then they have the shirt from head to toe. They look like they're from an Audrey Hepburn movie, of course. They have a long, huge hat that's overcome their face. I said, for crying out loud, I'm not going to walk down the block with you. You look like you're from something out of, from outer space already. Well, you know, I could get it. I said, so why don't you just look at your body, try to beef up your nutrition. Here's a good one I'm going to say. Here, I carry a bottle of IP6 in my pocket. Take off the jacket. Take off the the the, uh, the junk on your nose. And right. here's... Here's some IP6. I love it. I love it. Let's say hello and welcome to Jean. You're on the air with Dr. Gann. Jean? Yes. Good morning. Hi there. 
Hi, I wanted to talk about Parkinson's disease. Okay. Sure. My husband has just recently been diagnosed with it. He's 60, well, but 69 this month, mm-hmm. or 70. Anyhow, um, we just got the MRI. The doctor hasn't explained anything to us, but I am an LPN, and it says he had in the past a TIA. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking that must have caused the Parkinson's to come on. And she wanted him to get right on this A-Z-I-L-E-C-T, and we refused to do that. And anyhow... How can we help? Well, I just wondered, um, we also are taking the CoQ10. She recommended 600 milligrams, but the the computer says more than that, so... Depends on the form, but you're right. The computer used the uh, the Harvard study that used 1,200, but that was the dry powder. Uh huh. Oh, it was dry powder. I uh-huh. didn't didn't get that. That's why they use so much, Jean, oh. to get the results. But we want to tell you more, and we don't want to cut you short. So we're going to ask you to stay put right there, Jean. We'll come back and talk about your husband, newly diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, his treatment options, with Dr. Mitchell Gen joining us today. Our lines open one eight hundred three zero seven three zero zero two. Dr. Gen, uh, you can find out more about his work at EdenLaboratories.net. We have open phone lines right here on Healthy Talk Radio. Consolidate your healthcare information and get everything you need from one source. Healthy Talk Radio with Deborah Ray. Dr. Mitchell again setting in for America's wellness doctor uh, who is away uh, for the day. The telephone number to join us, 800-307-3002. Your health care questions with a leading integrative medical uh, doctor expert, Dr. Gen, who joins us today. We were talking with Jean about Parkinson's. Didn't want to cut you short. Jean, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, my husband just came home, so he's on the other line. Okay. Dr. Gann? Okay. Well, Gene, I'm glad that he's there. Um, you have, it sounds like you have two things going on, Parkinson's and TIA. One, I don't believe, started the other. but You don't? No, I don't think so. I think TIA, you know, is probably there is some uh, circulatory difficulty that uh, your husband may be also having, um, and you need to look at that as well. I mean, certainly... Um, uh, there may be a, some small clot that's formed in there previously. Parkinson's, you need to look at the insecticide and fungicide, rodenticide exposure that he's had in the past, anything um, that could actually start to destroy that part of the brain. What about two knees? He just had a knee replacement and one ten years ago. Well, you never know. I mean, there could have been a clot that broke off from that replacement. Uh-huh. His, his blood wasn't uh, certainly thin enough. But here's a good example where he would be served the best if he would go on Talk to a good healthcare practitioner that does integrative medicine that could work him up, find out how his blood viscosity is doing, basically how thick his blood is, fix that, and look for some of the things like heavy metals and insecticides. Yeah, we that tried to do sense. that with a primary care doctor, and he wouldn't do it. Well, do you, he, what is he? He doesn't know it. It's not even fair to him. You've got to find a good integrative practitioner in your area. That's the key, Gene. How and, do we do that? Well, we can give you uh, the number of several organizations or several laboratories, one of the the best because they actually uh, vet the uh, practitioners uh, as knowledgeable in a nutritional and a total body and integrative approach. Uh, Jane is uh, Immunolabs, mm-hmm. and their number is 1-800-231-9197. And they can give you a list of doctors in the area. 
Okay. And, of course, with you all in Florida, we actually have uh, some very interesting research going on at the University of Miami thanks to an integrative neurologist who's based in Naples who has found that the intravenous use of an important antioxidant glutathione can be of great benefit for Parkinson's disease. Dr. Ginn? Yes, it sure has, and I know the, uh, the physician uh, personally, and there is plenty of things, Gene, so you might want to even contact him as well. So just hang in there. It's just early. There's lots that can be done, mm-hmm. um, many things that you can look at. There's good nutrients that can be used, uh, even some chelation therapy if necessary. So, And mm-hmm. there are stem cell transplantations now starting to begin. Through, in right, certain places I've heard about those. Yeah, so don't. Don't give up. We're going to go. We're going to leave you short just this moment, but don't give up. Lots there to start to help him. Keep looking. Thank you. All well. right. So just uh, uh, stay put right there, and we'll give you the name of that physician, Gene. Our thanks to you, Gene. Our thanks to Dr. Ginn. Our thanks to each and every one of you. If you didn't get a chance to join us, join us online, HealthyTalkRadio.com. Um, is the website where it's archived for two weeks. I'm Deborah Ray, reminding you to live long, stay healthy.